When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're at the BT Studios two days away from Friday night live on BT Sport. Hamza Shiraz is pushing Frank for best dressed in the room. He, he does me every time. He's a, he's, a, he's a smart young man in all ways. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about him first. He'll be a top in the bill against Francisco Torres. You say the Argentinians are always tough. Expecting a, a tough night for Hamza? I am. I think, you know... He, he, What's his name? Benvenites. He was 27 1 and 1, which is a good record. And uh, he just, uh, they gave it a draw. That was a tough, that was a tough, tough fight for him, uh, for Benavides. And he's a, as I say, these Argentinians are tough guys, and this guy certainly is. And I think he's going to be a good yardstick to see where Hamza is at this stage of his career. What are you expecting from Hamza? I want to see him make a statement again. Yeah, I want to see him. You know, it's his second fight at middleweight. I want to see him get behind that jab. I want to see him control the fight and break the man down. That's what I would love to see him doing. And I think he's capable of doing it. He's, uh, you know, he's a consummate professional. He's investing in his career in more ways than one, uh, in all aspects of his preparation. He's got a good team around him. And I genuinely do feel he's one of the top prospects in world boxing. His focus is on Saturday night, as it should be, but as his promoter, should he come through Saturday night, what is next for Hamza Shiraz? Only going to get tougher and tougher, surely. Well, every fight that he has will, will be stepped up. This is, as I say, this is a good yardstick for him, so let him get through this one first on Saturday, and then we can, uh, we'll look to move him up further. This fight, gets, this fight will get him a ranking in the top six or seven, uh, so he's got, it all to, he's got it all to get and all to do, but I'm, I believe he's capable of doing it. Chief support uh, for the British title and Commonwealth title, cracking clash between uh, Mark Efron and Lennox Clark. This has got violence and war written all over it, hasn't it? Look, they both, they're at a cross, they're at a, Mark's at a crossroads of his career. He knows he needs to win this fight if he needs to, you know, move on and get, and get into bigger fights. He needs to win this fight. Um, and as for um, Lennox, he never, he sort of never capitalised on his win over Willie Hutchinson. 
which a lot of people, including myself, expected him to lose that fight. But he went out there, he didn't just win it. He obviously took the, you know, he, 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 he just took the fight, took the fight out of Willie. Um, but he's not been able to capitalise it. On Saturday, he can do that. He can show what he's got. So I think, at, you know, I think the two guys have got, everything will be on the line with them. And I think we're going to get a real, real good, cracking, competitive fight. Dennis McCann and James Beach Jr., uh, one of your favourites, Dennis. What are you expecting from that one, Frank? I think it's a step up for him. You know, he's, fight, he's gone up to featherweight, and James, James is a good competitor. He's got a lot of experience. He'll, he'll bring the best out of Dennis, but if Dennis is what I feel he can be, then he's got to win this fighting style. Nick Ball uh, shone at Wembley Stadium. Apart from Tyson Fury, Nick Ball really did shine in his win over Isaac Lowe. Um, wasn't sure what was going on with his opponent, and Nathaniel Collins was mentioned, but you've got someone else in, and he looks really game. Uh, another Nathaniel's come from Africa. Well, he fancies the job, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, he, 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 again, most of those Namibian fighters are tough guys. We've, you know, we've had some great fighters out of Namibia, like Harry Simon and so forth. But I just, uh, I was quite surprised how tall he was compared with Nick. I mean, he's, he's like head and, well head and shoulders above him, so that's going to be interesting and intriguing, but... You know, when they were um, facing off just now, he did not take his eyes off him. Nick did not take him off him. And he's, you know, he's got fight written all over him, Nick Ball. He comes to fight. And I think this guy's going to be a bit of a handful. Well, for all of that, tune into BT Sport 1 HD this Saturday night. Away from this card, Frank, you've signed uh, a cruiserweight, Ellis Zorro. Talk to him about that signing. Yeah, I'm delighted he won that Sky Cruiserweight competition. He's with uh, Martin and Tony Bowes. Uh, and I'm delighted as well. And we, you know, for us, a, a cruiserweight of his calibre uh, coming to Queensbury is brilliant, and uh, we're looking forward to see him making his, his debut in September. Okay, we look forward to that. Uh, Tyson Fury has come out and said that he will fight Anthony Joshua for free if everyone gets allowed into Wembley Stadium for free. And of course, Anthony's got to beat Alexander Usyk first. But uh, thoughts on them comments? Well, it's, you know, sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> a bit unrealistic. A little bit, but you never know. <laughs> um, you made some comments on TalkSport saying that, in your personal opinion, just as a fan, you actually believe Tyson will come out of retirement for the winner of Usyk Joshua. I think it's because Tyson's a, a, a fighting man. I mean, he, he's on his tour at the moment, he's training, but I know he's the type of guy, he's, well, I believe he's the type of guy, once he's in that gym, he needs something to aim for. And if you're a fighter, that's what you aim for, to get back in the ring. You know, I'd hate to see him retire, and I don't mean that, you know, so well, obviously you'd hate him to retire, you know, you're promoting and you're working and you, you make money. But I'd hate him to retire, to be quite honest, at this stage of the game, because I wouldn't want to see him, you know, come back in a couple of years' time. I don't think he's reached his prime yet, and I'd like to see him fight his prime rather than come back in a few years' time when he's got itchy, itchy gloves. Yes, you are his promoter, but you're also a friend of Tyson. Have you spoke in a friendly manner to Tyson about fighting the winner of Usyk and Joshua? No, I haven't. We, you know, we do speak, and you know, and uh, I, I would not for one moment try and coerce him into doing anything. You know, he's his own man. He couldn't anyway, and I think he'll make his own mind as to what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, and and whatever he wants to do. As I've said all along, I'll be there to support him, whatever it is, because he's a, you know, look. He's, He's been brilliant for me for Queensbury. I've been, I think I've been also. It's been brilliant for him. We've been, you know, it's worked really well for everyone, and uh, and it's been a fantastic journey. And I hope the journey will continue. But whatever it is, you know, I've had some of the greatest moments of my my career in boxing, 
working with the you know the best heavyweight that uh, I've ever been involved with, and certainly I feel probably the best heavyweight of his generation. So it's all been ticks, all pluses as far as I'm concerned, and uh, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Not coercing him into it, of course. I know you wouldn't do that, but have you not even had like a conversation about it? Just fly by the wall conversation. We talk about fights and that, but it's just, it's just honestly, it's just general, general chat. Frank, we spoke a couple of months ago, uh, a few weeks after Fury White. You said BT um, will take a couple of months to release, or not to release, but to gather the figures for Fury White on box office. Is there any indication now the pay-per-view numbers for that? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I see uh, somebody told me Eddie hadn't done an interview talking about the numbers for Usyk and uh... that was with me, yeah, Usyk Joshua. Yeah. He said it did 700k on Sky Box Office the first fight. I think around that figure. Yeah, well, it done much better than that. You can't give us a figure though. No, because I, I can't. But it did much better than that. We certainly did better at the gate, and it did much better than that on pay per view. You were adamant that it would do over a million buys, so were you happy in the end with what BT told you? I'm happy where, you know, where it's at. I mean, obviously, listen, I'm happy, but we're never happy. I want to see it do two million buys. I mean, that's what it is, but it's done extremely well, and, and we put a record purse up, for, uh, sorry, record purse bid up for it, and we'd come out making money, and that's what the objective was. Last one, as it was a, a success and you're very happy with it, is there not a conversation to be had with BT, someone that you speak to at BT regularly, say we should push this out there and, and release the figures because it was such a success? Why? Well, we've seen other platforms do that. Good luck to them. What's it got to do with? I don't see what the relevance of that is, to be quite honest. OK, moving on from there. Um, can you make any comment on the situation with Tommy Fury and, and what happened at the embassy if he went there? He didn't, he's not been to the embassy, he's not had an appointment yet, so he's not been there yet. Um, so that's to be done, and once it's done, then uh, hopefully we can resurrect the situation with Jake. Jake, in the meantime, has made a fight for the six, which I think is a tough fight for him. Can you make also any comment on the offer that Jake Paul made about fighting him in the UK for 500 grand? Was that unrealistic because he was asking for 15 million himself? You said it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Joe Joyce, we know he's uh, vacated the British title. That was bound to happen. He's moving on to bigger things. You want to get his opponent locked in for September September 24th as soon as. Where are we with that? We're working very hard. I was hoping to have made an announcement. I'm hoping we might still be able to make an announcement on Saturday night at the show. We'll see what happens. But if not, it'll be early next week because time's uh, short. We're only eight weeks away from that. I know I asked you about the potential fight with Deontay Wilder, but you've declared he's fighting Robert Hellenius. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. I don't know if that's going to be. But he's not going to be fighting Deontay Wilder in the UK. That is just not going to be happening. A top-level fighter for Joe in September. He's going to have a ranked fighter in front of him, and it'll be a decent fight for him. OK, great. Um, what did you make of the attendance at Joyce Hammer, Frank? It was, it, I thought it was okay. I mean, it's a, it, you know, we had a, a fairly decent crowd there, and uh, it was what it was. I've been to a few. We only had, we only had with the opponent. We only had a couple of weeks with him for the opponent before we we could announce it. it was only we only announced about two two and a half weeks before the fight. I've been to a few events recently. I've seen tickets decline all over the shop. Why do you think that's happening, Frank? We're in an economic. Uh, we have an economic problem at the moment. People can, can't afford to buy petrol. And it's, you know, money's tight and it is very tight. I mean, Wimbledon last week, there's a couple of days, they were, t- were 20% down on their tickets. Where you, you know, Wimbledon, you can't get a ticket for love nor money. That's what the world is at the moment. People, you know, I think 
for a lot of people, the last thing on their mind is being able to find money for, for sporting events, boxing events, football, Wimbledon. It's hard enough finding money for food and for you know, putting, and filling your car up. It's, that's where we are. It's ups and downs in the world. And, uh, you know, nothing's, nothing's uh, inflation or, or inflation-proof. And certainly, you know, boxing isn't, that's for sure. Two more things. Uh, closer announcement for Better Beer Vineyard? I hope so. We're working hard on it. Fantastic to hear. And away from Queensbury, uh, last question to ask you. Strong reports going around that Chris Eubank Jr. and Connor Ben is a done deal. Your thoughts on that clash? Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know what the contractual position is with, uh, with one of them, but I hear that's the situation. And uh, I was quite shocked, actually, because of the two-weight, the two-weight division, you know, two-weight disparity. But, listen, it is what it is. And uh, I'm sure if everybody's happy with it, then let them get on with it and fight. Is that a pay-per-view worthy fight? I think based upon their names of their fathers rather than what they've achieved in the ring. Certainly, I mean, you know, Connor at the moment, he's, he's, he's a prospect. He's not fought any big names or anyone of serious note at the moment. And Chris is, you know, what's he now, 32? He's been a prospect for 12 years. And uh, by, then, by the age he's at now, his dad had retired and had about 18 world title fights. So I don't know, but listen, whatever it is, it is, and let me get on with it. Frank, thank you very much for your time. We'll see you Saturday at the fight, all right? You certainly will, young man. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.